The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcasts you know this is the one podcast and youtube sensation sure to rustle your jimmies and leave you with a lot more questions than it does answers and i'm your host on the ship of fools and i go by the moniker of the name x this is episode number 229 and we're so glad to have you all along for the ride uh tonight or i should say today as you're hearing this it's christmas eve and i'm bringing you an episode that kyle and i recorded on friday because goddammit, I demanded a weekend off, but we're still going to bring you an episode. So coming up, we have a Trump supporter that compares him to Han Solo. We have Josh Bernstein with his list of people that think should be tried and executed for treason. Uh, we have some uh, Christian apologist that is uh, a believer that the bombardier beetle was created by God. Uh, we have somebody say that the world is being controlled by Luciferians, and we have a really great Baptist pastor that is just reinforcing that whole flat earth thing. If you are uh, following us on YouTube, you saw my two and a half hour stream that I did with the uh, against this guy, where I got peer pressured into watching both parts of his flat earth sermon that he gave. This one's more of him just talking to the, the, uh, the audience out there at large like I do sometimes. Uh, I would say that Kyle and Felicia would be here to talk, but they're not because I'm doing this post-production because, like I said, we all deserved a weekend off, but here it is, Sunday night, and I am putting everything together so you guys can enjoy it here in a couple hours when I push it out to the world. So this is the Utah Outcast, and I'm going to dump you to our first little commercial break. Unless you're a patron, then you're going to get something funny, uh, and we will be right fucking back. Hi, I'm God, and I just wanted to make sure to tell you... Not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, alright, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but, uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not... Can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Lewis. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't do not do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm going to kill his family. No, don't do not do that. I'm going to give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm going to kill all of his livestock. You just, know. Oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm going to blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. 
Remember, don't listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. That was no laser blast. Something hit us. Han, get up here. Come on, Chewie. Mm. Asteroids. Not new. Chewie, set 271. Uh, what are you doing? You're not actually going into an asteroid field. They'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? to do this to impress me. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Bringing you yet another fucking rando <laughs> YouTube sensation right-wing a-hole that I, for some reason just has to d defend Trump. You know, just, just has to fucking defend Trump. But yeah, why? Because he's white and old, so... Guys, you know okay. us, we, we don't give a shit about what color of skin you are or anything, but just, it seems to me that most of the people still supporting Trump are old white boomers, so. <laughs> I believe that this is God's country, and I believe that uh, he is, uh, that uh, Donald Trump is his man that he's chosen for this time. People say, why would, Donald, why would uh, uh, God pick a man like Donald Trump? Look back throughout the Bible, Donald Trump is exactly the kind of man that God has picked throughout time. Exactly, huh? He's exactly really? the kind of man that God would pick throughout time. Really? <laughs> it's where he went. Did we read different Bibles? Which apostle was the philandering, old, pedophile, asshole, failed businessman, overweight, fish-witch-eating motherfucker that, you know, has executive time every day? Which, yeah. which apostle was that? Which person in the Bible was that? Mm, yeah, not none, none that them. I remember. <laughs> right, right. Maybe, I maybe mean, Herod. I mean, but the, Herod was the bad guy. the The key thing that you're kind of missing in this analogy is uh, in the Bible when God chose these people, He put them through shit and hell. <laughs> I mean, He like put Jonah inside a giant fish. <laughs> yeah, not a whale because whales aren't fish. Yeah, <laughs> he 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 did all sorts of shit to Abraham. Yeah, well, Abraham was mentally handicapped uh, in my estimation of so how somebody was acting at that time of the world. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not good for anybody. Like, you you honestly think that you need to cut your son's dick skin off? Like, that's weird. You, you you do see that that's weird, right? You were going to take him up to a mountain and stab him earlier. Yeah. That's that's not healthy behavior. Yeah. Anyway, he's just like somebody in the Bible. Why? Why would God pick the Abrahams? Why would he pick the Davids? Why would he pick the the uh, uh, the Samsons? Why would he pick the uh, Solomons? Why would he pick the, the Pauls, who was, who was Saul and used to murder Christians and ended up writing about uh, about half of the New Testament? Why would he pick these people? Why do you pick these people that have got that had you know uh, failings and 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 uh, some not so great things in their past and not not necessarily tremendously known as pious people and use them to save the world? Why? Because maybe he never actually did so. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because he never did so. But you know, when you're writing a story, a redemption arc is uh, a is really a 
really, really common thing. And if you want people, you know, like fallible, normal people, if you want them to be able to relate to your parable, you make your hero or your foil just as flawed as they are. That's why Snape was such an interesting character. Yeah. Because he was a bad guy gone good, you know? Yeah. But I'm not going to touch on his being stalkery as shit. How you know, <laughs> Not going to go there. He was still a very interesting character. Probably one of JK's best characters, I think. And And as we're seeing now, Dumbledore is a lot better of a fucking character than initially led on. Because, I mean, he had all sorts of fucking problems, you know? He was, and he was, yeah. he was aiming for redemption as well. Hey, how about that? You know, it's yeah. an interesting story. I supported a dark wizard at one time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> because yeah. then we know it's God. If God just used the most pious and the most perfect all the time to save the world, we would just assume, what well, was these guys were so pious and perfect, they did it. But when he takes somebody who had some uh, needed a redemption arc, Okay, and he uses them to save the world. Then it's like, wow, that's amazing. And it's also storytelling. <laughs> yeah, it's also storytelling. The problem is there has been no, there is no apparent redemption arc here. No, <laughs> he got put into so far, he got so. put into a position of power, and he is shitting all over the world. He doesn't. He's the dog that was chasing the car, and finally got the car. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what the fuck am I going to do with this thing now? I don't, I don't know what to do with this. The hell? And it's like Han Solo. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you not do not even, fucking no, take not the name of our close. Lord and Savior in vain. <laughs> not even fucking close. How? How was it like Han Solo? And in, in Star Wars, you know, Han Solo was was a hero from the very beginning. He was a great guy. No, he wasn't. He was a fucking scumbag. Yeah. He, he, well, but he, he had was, a heart of gold. Yes. He had a he heart was, of gold, but he was, he was the, a scumbag. He was, he was the good guy who broke the law. Yes. And you just think about how many laws and people got killed him capturing all those Rathars in <laughs> um, The Force Awakens. It's like, that's yeah. not exactly the deeds of a good man. You know? Right. He used to have a much bigger crew. <laughs> Before. Yeah. <laughs> Three of them. I mean, three. Well, yeah. You want to make guy of a boring story? Yeah, okay, yeah, Galactic Hero saved the universe. You know, he was Mr. Clean. Oh, we get that. But he was a, a rapscallion. He was a smuggler. He was the bad guy. He was the bad guy that was going to, you know, I remember when Luke was on the ice planet and that big, you know, Sasquatch. It's a, it was a, a wampa. But, um, God damn it. No. Yeah. Your references. If you're gonna, if you're going to, if you're going to use it, yeah. to that audience, know snow your planet. fucking references. They were on they the were on, snow planet. They were on Hoth. <laughs> it was a, it was a Wampa. Okay, go on. What it was grabbed him, and uh, Han was like, "I'm leaving. I'm out of here." You know, and Leia's like, "Oh yeah, no, that yeah, is no, not no, what no, happened that at is all. Not uh, what happened at all. <laughs> they were out on patrol." And Luke went quiet after he got back to the after Han got back to the base and decided I need to go out and check on him. I need to go make sure that he we got to find out where he was. Yeah. And then he found Luke out there because he was tripping balls because he was freezing to death. <laughs> and those two events are entirely unrelated. But even 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 his uh, even his uh, abandoning the <laughs> the rebels was not 
uh, entirely selfish. It was pretty. He's like, I uh, gotta pay this debt. Otherwise, yeah, it was pretty altruistic because he was being hunted, and because he's with the because he was with with the rebels, he was putting everybody else at at risk. He was a danger. His presence was a danger because he was being also being hunted. So. But this guy doesn't know his pop culture references. No, he's going to bring him up anyway. No, of course not. I expected that of you in the audience. Like, oh, Han, how can you do that, Luke? You know, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. And then Luke, all of a sudden, or Han, all of a sudden shows up and and Cat finds Luke and saves Luke. You're like, yes, that's redemption arc, folks. Uh, No, the the redemption, the the redemption arc. It's not an arc at all. <laughs> no, it's not. But the redemption <laughs> happened. The redemption happened in, in the first in the first of the films where he did leave and then decided to come back. And saved his ass right at the yeah, very end. Saved his know? ass right at the very end. That was it. That was that was the redemption right there. Man, Bill Mitchell, you need to stay away from pop culture. Yeah, no kidding. That's... You don't understand it. <laughs> I bet you they teach these things in college now. You know. They, the they, they they do our, <laughs> our liberal colleges. Where yes. they, <laughs> we're talking Star Wars ology, you know. <laughs> I, st- I studied at the feet of the master, <laughs> Lee George Cade. <laughs> <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. I am a traitor. I am a traitor. I am a traitor. You know, I, I, I do get tired of doing Josh Bernstein videos, but he's so... He's so easy. It, it's it, it is the it's, low hanging fruit of the. It is a, the lowest of the low hanging fruit. It is he's a he's a target rich environment. It is a geriatric nutsack like that's only being held in place by somebody's failing sock. You know that's all it is. It's just it's. Oh my god, Josh! Why do you make this so fucking easy? But at the same time, make me hate myself for doing it. And so here we go. So here's the thing, Obama. Warner, Cardin, Corker, Abbasi, Manafort, Ford. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, just, keep listing names. names out there. You'll, you'll get there eventually. Let, let's start just listing names out of just random shit. It's like Aardvark, Apple, Angina, <laughs> uh, uh, Zookeeper, uh, Zenith, <laughs> uh, Duracoglo, Johnson, <laughs> Comey, Mueller, Lynch. Obama, Clinton, Wait, he already Orr, said Obama. Bruce Orr, Nellie Orr, Glenn Simpson. What the fuck is he talking about? I I don't know. Maybe I, I have a list of many names, and you will be Qualif- impressed with the fact that you, I'm reading why them. Why don't Why don't you tell us what the list is, and then go for it? <laughs> Christopher Steele, Rod Rosenstein, Andrew Weissman. I know I'm forgetting a few. They all should be charged, every single one of them should be charged with U.S. Code 18-23-81. And I bet you're about to tell us which one that is, because, you know, it's really important for, for everybody to state the exact fucking code and subsection of the code of the law. 
Right. Which, of course, he doesn't understand. So, this one sounds familiar because I, I bet you this one's treason. I bet, I bet you I bet it treason. is. Yeah. Which is treason. Ah, yep. <laughs> oh, yep. That, right, that's one of right, his favorite right. tropes on this channel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which <sighs> doesn't apply in this case because how were they providing comfort. aid and comfort to yeah. a, an, an enemy state? Their acts are treasonous. Their no. acts are seditious. Their acts are for the American people. Their acts are Patriotic. against Trump's agenda. And their acts are, like Kyle just said, patriotic. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's fucking hang the patriots. That's that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. They did nothing they did nothing uh to subvert the state or the government. They tried to overthrow the will of the people. No, they didn't. Three million three million votes more for Hillary. I, I just want to remind you that that if you're talking about will of the people, that's popular vote. That's yeah, if, and if you're talking about overthrowing or subverting the will of the people, uh, look at all the Republican voter suppression. Yep. By planting fake evidence no. to overthrow a duly elected presidential elect for president. A duly elected a du- presidential <laughs> elect for president. Yeah. Fake, fake evidence. Fake evidence. These people that have been tried, Manafort, Flynn, Gates, all of these people have come forward and said, yeah, I lied. That's <laughs> yeah, not fake you, evidence if they no. said, yeah, I lied and I'm pleading guilty. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't, you, you don't plead guilty to, to when there's, when there's fake evidence and you don't get convicted when there's fake evidence. <laughs> all right. That is high crimes and misdemeanors to the point of treason. Well, that's, which one is it then? Well, high high crimes and misdemeanors uh, that that's <laughs> that, that's, that's what those, you that's what you're yeah, talking about with impeachment usually. Yeah, those not, are those are impeachment terms. Um nothing to do with treason. And these people should be executed if they are found guilty of this, there should be a trial and they should be executed and I have no problem saying that publicly. Well, I'm, I'm um, glad you're okay being a public shithead, you know. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, you go ahead and have no problem saying that publicly. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm I, might, I might say I might say you might want to second guess saying that publicly because that kind of sentiment, uh, mm, <laughs> it's well, caused it's caused some problems recently. Hey, hey, Josh, uh, uh, X here. I, I know that I've talked to you on the last video, and guys, yes, I know he's not actually listening as we're <laughs> doing the video here, but trust me, he'll watch it later, and he'll leave us some <laughs> shitty comment. Of course he will. You are supporting fascism. You are yeah. propping up fascism. You and need to really fucking stop doing that. Right, and <laughs> and more... <laughs> More specifically, to cite current recent recent uh, recent events, you are inciting violence. Hmm. Yeah, you know, if I you mean, want to execute people, and these, but this this is the same kind of person that say with that Cesar Sayox like bomb thing didn't actually happen. It was a false flag. Kind of yeah, thing. sure, it was a false flag. Right. 
Okay, Right Wing Watch, in case you're watching. And the funny enough of that is that I got this from Right Wing Watch. They're like, okay, we're happy to oblige. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you're right. They should be executed for treason. <laughs> well, once you have I that mean, evidence of treason, then by all means, let's sure. take it to court. And sure, yes. sure, sure. I mean, and hey, it's it's awesome. It's awesome that you that you threw out there the uh, uh, the f- former president. And since you put him on the list, since you put Obama on the list twice, I'm assuming you also meant the the first Michelle. the for, the former yeah. first lady. Um, and they're still under Secret Service protection, and threats of violence against people under secret service protection is um not well, he did smart clarify. to do publicly he did clarify i want them to be put to trial before they execute them sure so, nice little padding that he gave himself there mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. <sighs> well yeah that's but again that- you know shit that that <laughs> that kind of that kind of that kind of rhetoric is inciting people to try to take it into their own hands Ultimately dangerous, yep. Yeah. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level, where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. We now return to Carl Sagan's Cosmos, edited for Rednecks. I'm Carl Sagan. Just how old is our planet? Scientists believe it's four bi- Hundreds and hundreds of years old. Scientists have determined that the universe was created by a- God. Big Bang. If you look at the bones of a Jesus-Nosaurus Rex, it's clear by the use of carbon dating that Mountain Dew is the best soda ever made. On the Answers in Genesis YouTube page, there is a video by creationist professor andy mcintosh and that's all the title is for it which is ultimately that's a bad title for making a video where it's like and what you know give us the five w's here we we need to know what's going on who's in it where why how that kind of thing mm-hmm. but anyway we're gonna let him talk because he's gonna let us know how much of an expert he is on things my name is professor andy mcintosh i was uh employed in the University of Leeds full-time up to 2010. Uh, I'd been there for 24 years as a professor of thermodynamics and combustion theory. I went part-time in 2010, and for the last few years, I've been doing research, carrying on with my research with a little bit of teaching as well. I've been teaching thermodynamics, aerodynamics, heat transfer, combustion, anything to do with burning, basically, uh, as somebody has once said, a professor of somebody who can blow things up. But uh, Are you going to get to okay. a fucking point anytime soon? Thank you for your pedigree, sir. Uh, so ignition is the technical term. Combustion, burning of gases, burning of solids, anything to do with 
combustion chemistry as well as flows when it's gases and fluids. I'm I believe very much in creation. Oh, okay. So that's that's a yeah. That was so so his pedigree and credentials. I was a yes. complete non sequitur. And nothing to do and heat and stuff like that. Like, how does that make you qualified to believe in creationism? I mean, well, I mean, you don't need any qualifications to believe in it. But what oh, do your qualifications true. have to do? Are you a biologist? No, you're not a biologist. Are you, you know, a cosmologist? And, Are no. you an astrophysicist? Are you? Well, there's so many other fields that don't involve you. <laughs> yeah. But he's going to let us know his comment anyway. Sure. And in particular, I studied the bombardier beetle. To oh, the good old bombardier beetle. Where? Yeah, so, well, yeah, sure, I guess that, that has something to do with thermodynamics. Yeah, and, I, think, uh, I mean, ignition, yeah. I mean, we had, um, who was it? The oatmeal, the oatmeal had something yeah. to say Matthew, about this. Ma Matthew, Matthew Inman. Yeah, he had something to say about this one. Furthermore, I did some studies, and I ran across this wonderful organism known as a bombardier beetle. He is a beauty. Or I mean, it's a pretty fucking cool bug. I mean, let, let's it leave is. it at that. It it's is a cool it is bug. a neat bug, yeah. She. It's very cute. What's remarkable about the bombardier beetle is in his anus he has a gallon gun. It's a dual chambered gun that combines two chemicals. And on the slide, as you guys might not be listening to uh, watching this on YouTube, it says flammable butt juice in one of them. <laughs> and in the other one says another type of flammable butt juice <laughs> with the two different types of chambers that it has. And then uh, an igniter fluid is... In propelled into it and it can be act as an offensive or defensive weapon fires typically 70 rounds 500 rounds per shot at uh, produces a caustic acid that's over 200 degrees fahrenheit and i look at this and i think god made that butthole <laughs> and if anybody knows matthew Edmund is a very much atheist he, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's not being serious about this and he's going to go into his gibbers craps thing which you guys should just watch that all on its own but we were listening to this oh, sure. professor okay. at Leeds yeah. that talking about the bombardier beetle. So back to back to this bullshit. Towards the end of my career, not from a biological perspective, but then shut the fuck up. <laughs> Honestly, you have <laughs> your opinion <laughs> no. means fuck all when it comes to the bombardier beetle. If you're not reproaching it with a biology, like yeah. uh, view on things from. Uh, a physics stroke chemistry perspective and engineering. And due to that study, I was able to show that there were two valves operating, not just one. Flammable butt juice and another yeah, flammable yeah. butt juice. Mm -hmm. And we were able even to build a model, not copying the chemistry, but certainly copying the physics of these two valves. Tiny little bits of uh, fluid come in and they burn. And as they burn, the pressure increases and encloses the valve through which they've come in, but opens another valve. So biology, then. Okay, so we yeah. have all sorts of fucking valves and systems in our own body. And so it's a vapor explosion. Wonderful uh, little bit of physics, which, to be frank, shows immediately that this creature was not uh, evolved. It was actually designed. God made that butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
seriously. <laughs> and I love speaking on that and many other subjects. You like speaking about God-made buttholes. Flaming, okay, flaming God, buttholes, yeah. Flaming, yeah. flaming buttholes. Okay. You know, the sodomites, they got the flaming buttholes. <laughs> Linked with my science, showing the veracity of God's word, that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And also it shows wonderfully that when God designed things, he designed things, he designs things with an intricacy, showing the wonder of another verse in scripture, which says that Almost like he's not there at all. Not there at all. <laughs> but, Intricacy? So, yeah, so, so he designed the bombardier beetle. Why? Because God loved his only four, or given, or, uh, I'm trying to think of what John 3.16 says, I'm just, I don't fucking care. He gave his only begotten son, there you go, you know, because he wanted to make the bombardier beetle, which... Arguably, probably has history a lot fucking further back than our own history. So, <laughs> but it just that whole that whole thing. It just reminds me of the there's a a a, a meme that runs around of you know drunk god uh, creating <laughs> creating animals. Yeah. You know, hey, let's make an insect. Give it eight legs and a butt rope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it a spider. <laughs> We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. I really, really need to get the Burning Man, so... It's okay, this is a shortcut. You're getting burned. Shh. Your whole scalp. Becky. Oh my god, I just remembered. Hey, Seuss. I want to show you something. It's on the way. It's a brothel. It's a brothel? Uh, I don't think I want to go to a brothel. No, no, no. We're in Nevada. It's a legal brothel. Okay. Uh, still, I think I'll pass. It's okay. on top of a mountain, a beautiful mountain. Uh-huh. And it's also a lion and tiger and big cat sanctuary. It's called Temptasia. Oh, that's like uh, a lot of my favorite things all smooshed together. All what? Smooshed. Smooshed. Yeah, you know, like uh, you take... Yeah, smoosh. Well, you have a strong smooshed. accent, so... You like smooshes? What's that? Like two words, you smoosh together. Um, that sounds fun, sure. Do it. Well, give me two words and I'll uh, smoosh them. Do lion and tiger. Uh, liger. Tire lioniger. <laughs> no, that's not a smoosh. That's like it is a smoosh. No. What do you mean it's not a smoosh? You're taking both words it's and you're mixing up all the letters. It's that's not a different. smoosh the way you do a smoosh. It is a smoosh how I do a smoosh. So now I found a couple of clips that are really interesting to me, and they're on uh, Right Wing Watch. As audio clips, not, not as video, but just as audio clips. And the one that we're going to be talking about right now comes to us from Paul McGuire, who's going to say some stuff about uh, Trump and how he's being fought against by Luciferian advanced beings. Which Oh, so there are demons. Yeah, it makes me, makes me pretty excited to think that there's demons involved. Unprecedented attacks against Donald Trump and his administration are something we've never seen before. In you guys did this for eight years of Obama. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. You've never seen them There's, before. Yeah, no, no. This is you've you've been making these claims for a long time. Eh. According but to you, you we've seen it. But you don't like it when the other side is able to use the same arguments. How dare they? <laughs> in all of human history, and certainly not 
in the United States of America. This is a whole new ball game. Okay. Uh, the other thing we need to understand <laughs> is that these unprecedented attacks against Donald Trump are part of the greatest spiritual battle in the history of mankind. In the history of mankind, really? You got any evidence for that? <sighs> Good. Asking every one of these people is like greatest spiritual battles we've never seen before. It's like, oh, yeah, you just said it right there. Okay. We've never seen it before. <laughs> and how does spiritual battling somehow relate to Rasmussen posts and about how how he's doing in the polls? I, I fuck, I don't know, guys. And why do why do I say that? Because behind all physical battles, like political battles, we are ultimately uh, fighting a war that is spiritual. So the Apostle Paul says in the book of Ephesians, for our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the powers and the dark unseen forces of wickedness in heavenly places. So how do you fight a spiritual war if it's not based in the physical realm? You pray at it harder? Is is that what he's suggesting? I mean, I, I, I don't I, know. I, oh, I'm listening well, to this. Well, and yeah, yeah, with the, with the, 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 the spirit guns. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. This spiritual battle in the unseen dimension or the invisible realm manifests itself in a battle that we play out in the physical realm. The two are connected. Um, Is he talking like Stephen Strange, like Doctor Strange mirror universe kind of shit here where he's like... Well, I mean, it certainly sounds like that, but... Feels like it, but man. The physical battles that we see in our world and nation right now are a direct manifestation of the spiritual battles going on in the invisible realm. That Oh, the invisible realm. That's <laughs> uh, direct manifestations of shit that happens in the spiritual realm. Okay. Like what? That is why the Apostle Paul, Paul said, For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the dark unseen forces of wickedness in heavenly places. We have to understand that. Okay. Now, <laughs> what we... What, that was a whole lot of nonsense to me. What we understand is that there are, there are people very high up in what is called the globalist occult or globalist oh globalism oh now. Okay. they're the glo the globalists the luciferian globalists. uh rulership system which realm do they come from i'm i'm i'm, I'm having a hard time following this uh, i need a, to? i need a diagram what political party do they belong to? I mean, I'm. I don't I'm know. Lost. And where do the demons come in? I know, right? And this rulership system consists of what uh, Jews is what he probably wants to jump on and say something like that. You know, because they run the Illuminati that runs this whole fucking. Well, world. you like, you can't have globalists without without the uh, the, I, the controlling body of. Anytime I hear. Anytime I hear somebody say globalist, I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's a nice little dog whistle there, buddy. Sure, yeah, it's an anti-Semitic <sighs> dog whistle, I guess. It used to be called the Pharaoh God Kings. It's what Alice Huxley called the scientific dictatorship. And these are advanced beings 
who know how to tap into supernatural, multidimensional power. That sounds like it'd be a really fucking handy skill. It sounds like She-Ra has that kind of power, so... <laughs> I I mean, I, th- I think she does. Yeah. I haven't finished it up. Does Prince Adam come into it any time? No. Oh, good. Uh, and integrate it with science, technology, and economics. Now, the people who know how to do this are not fools. They are no, they're not. The they're, they're masters. They're, they're, they are. They are. They are masters of the mystic arts. They're at these master levels, but yeah. somehow you they're, were able to suss them out. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they don't really hide. I mean, the 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 address of the the sanctum the the sanctum centaurum is it's not hard to find. No, definitely not. I found it playing through Spider-Man on the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> of this um, pyramidic organizational structure in which the highest ranking officers, if you will, of the New World Order and uh, uh, Mystery Babylon are ruling the Earth through an organizational structure that looks like a pyramid on the back of the U.S. dollar. <laughs> That's enough. That's fucking enough. The 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 pyramid with the eye, like the you know the all seeing eye thing that they have out there. Oh, Illuminati confirmed. Kyle Steenblick. There you go. <laughs> but he's not under spiritual attack from Luciferians because the last thing Luciferians would want to do is be like, "Ugh, why would I want to waste my time trying to destroy you?" It's like, <laughs> yeah, there are much better things. They there they there are much better things that they can di- be doing. The flat Earth would be a circular flat area surrounded by a field that is known as Antarctica. This white rim around the outside, a lot of people refer to it as the ice wall. And then the dome is over the top. Now, how high it is, is also in question. I believe it's some kind of a star field firmament about 6,000 miles above us. And it appears to be a cymatic light field, electromagnetic energy, not gravity at all. Gravity is a deception. The sun and the moon are these transcendental cymatic um, luminaries. Now, I fully intended for us to do a Flat Earth segment this week that was going to involve uh, Mark Sargent. However, Ooh. he he bores me. <laughs> well, so instead, yeah. I, I'm going back to the well that I did the, uh, okay. the two and a half hour live stream on. The oh. Doka Baptist guy. Uh, J- Kevin, D- some boring ass name Doka. You know, okay. last name Doka. Uh, I mean, sure, he's fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and this, this is in his series of videos that he has out there called Flat Earth Moment. And he has the other ones where it's Jurassic moment. It's like, think of a new naming convention. Try it. And also, hey, hey, bud, I want to I let you know that if you put the blah, 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 moment, number, whatever it is, at the end of your title, mm-hmm. YouTube picks it up. It works better in the algorithm. Just, just a heads up on that thing there. I mean, a <laughs> little, little bit behind the curtain look there. Uh, and he's using this stock Final Cut Pro uh, intro here of a darkened earth that's going to have some letters flying over it. I know because I used it myself one time to uh, in to start out his flat earth video. So here we go. God damn it. That's loud. Let no man deceive you is what the, the letters say. Here he goes. Hey everyone. This is pastor Tyler Doka with great harvest. Baptist oh, Church. Tyler. And I just want to go over a verse in Genesis 11. Um, if you look at verse 9, it says, Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, 
and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. I thought you were going to start with 10. What? You're confusing the fuck out of me. Why would you start? A little bit. I'm going to start with Genesis 10, but I'm going to start over in 9 because I haven't had nearly enough beers tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You got to, you got to work your way up to it. You got to, you got to lead, lead into it. So it start with a smaller diameter. So it set it up. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Ease, ease it on in there. Uh huh. Lube works wonders there, Tyler. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> you, can't just, you can't go straight for the 10. You got to start with the 9. And spit may work in some cases, but it's just weird. I, I don't Yeah, That's not hot to me. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So what happened here is, if you look at verse 1, it says the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And then it says in verse 2, at, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east. So what it's saying is that all the earth was together. And as they journeyed together, how did you get? I mean, it's stu- stupid, fuck, stupid, fucking two little lines of Bible that you put out there, and you're like, "Well, that means that everybody had shoes in their pockets, and everybody else was getting snowflakes <laughs> from their beards." It's like, huh? What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> how how it's... do you know that that's what that meant? How well, do you I know that... what I? What what has always, always bothered me is how they can take something that is obvious parable. I mean, it's obviously parable and take it literally. <laughs> I mean, these are the people who can't fucking tell the difference between reality and satire. <laughs> it's like, hey, do you remember that time that Dr. Manhattan finished the Vietnam War, and, you know, Nixon got his third term as a president, because that's really what happened, because it says it right here in my fucking book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a book that says it. God damn. They went to go build a tower, and as they were building a tower, the Lord came down, and what he did was he confounded their language so that they could not all speak to each other. He came down, he's like, no, 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 none of that, yeah. no, no, stop it. No, you're making me mad, don't do that. God is a petulant little <laughs> fuck in the Old Testament. I, I don't know how, how if anybody is that's watching this or listening to this has gone back and read the Old Testament anytime re- yeah, recently. Yeah, he is. He's a. He, it was. It was God's like juvenile phase. He, he was. was he was a moody. He was a moody <laughs> adolescent at that point. I guess. Okay, that's not fair to Tom Hiddleston because Loki's no. a much more to fucking defined character than God was. But mm-hmm. Yahweh is a fucking prick, man. <laughs> And uh, Dark Matter 2525 on uh, YouTube that puts this whole series of videos out about that has uh, Yahweh pretty fucking pegged as a petulant teenager that yeah. got that somehow got to rule his own world kind of thing, and he, he treats it just <laughs> as much. So. Right now, he's in the emo phase where he's combing his hair over his eyes and saying, well, if you're not going to love me, I don't love you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many feelings, and I'm going to go listen to Yellow Card a little bit harder. Oh. Actually, I shouldn't make fun. I like Yellow Card. <laughs> I like a lot of screamo bands and shit. Mm. I'm having fun with it. And eh, whatever. Don't get so offended. I'm- but then it says he scattered them abroad upon the face of all the earth. The entire earth. And the reason that's important is because every single continent has an indigenous population. So whenever somebody went there. Yeah, it's called African. <laughs> I don't think you understand what indigenous means. Is he thinking like 
every one of the continents had a somebody that sprouted up from it, like just all of a sudden Pikmin their way into fucking existence, and it's like, wait, it'd be interesting to like sit uh, to sit in there and talk to this guy, be like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, <laughs> I just like again, this is this was this is a a parable that was written. <laughs> to to explain it was it was a story to explain the world how it's as they as they know. understood it because there was that question of wow there are all these different people that we've that we're aware of that they speak all have different languages they they're all a little languages. different yeah so how do we explain that well <laughs> here's a story that kind of explains it does a shitty job of it but at least it tries sure you know? <laughs> sure sure but that's that's how that's how human thought kind of works you make up a story about something to explain it because you don't understand it so you just kind of make it up <laughs> all right and um recorded it there was always already a population there there was already always already people there no that's not how human migration worked no, not no. That's that's not how human migration worked. the the funny The funny thing about this is that that the Babel story. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that if this ha- if that were something that actually happened, you would find the same fucking story across all of these Every cultures culture, and people. Yeah. Because if they were all scattered because of this one same- event. They would all have this same. So we were just kicking it in Babel one day and then poof. building a tower to God. And then next thing you know, here I am. It's It starts off like every fucking bad anime trope where like right. somebody gets hammered in the face and they'll be like, huh, and it freeze frames on the hammer to the face. And it's like, <laughs> would you look at that? That's me. Blah, blah, blah. Shitty yep. McTitty face. And that's me right before. This happened, and I can't believe it happened to me. And then it does the flashback back to. We got tropes, people. We know how this shit works. (laughs) You're probably wondering how we got here. Well, we decided to build a tower, and well, long story short, we live in South Africa now. (laughs) But according to this guy, they have always been. We're always (laughs) yeah. We've always been here, but (laughs) God, this idiot. And that is not true of one continent. And the reason for that is... Pangea, motherfucker. I know that's well before humans came into the picture, but yes, they have supercontinents that drift off and become separate continents. Right. But guess what they eventually do? They eventually convalesce back in the same fucking... uh, Not the same, but you know... Right. They become a giant one landmass again, and then they break apart again, because... Yeah. That's how fucking plate tectonics works, you mm-hmm. idiot. Is because there was never people put there because it's not a continent. And this continent is called Antarctica. And what Antarctica actually is, I'm not going to go into <laughs> depth about it. I'll do that in another moment. He's not going to go in depth about what Antarctica is. No, he's not. Well, you know. I'm going to have problems if he doesn't include Guar in at least half of the explanation <laughs> of what Antarctica is. So, and if people are wondering, you're not a you're not a true fan. No, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, Guar is a heavy metal band that says that they got frozen in Antarctica <laughs> and they got thawed out by their manager and started playing heavy metal shows. But anyway, their, their home base is Antarctica, which is, uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> is it's an ice wall that surrounds the entire Earth in a circle, and it's very high, and it's made to keep the waters in, and also to be a barrier, essentially, for the whole Earth. 2018, and this person actually believes this. I is An there ice wall? Right. Does and he that... want to explain how you can fly around the planet? I mean, they they don't want to ever explain that one. Where you you saw the challenge that there was a uh, a certain guy put out a challenge like a hundred thousand dollar challenge to a YouTuber. Yeah, the hundred thousand like, dollar challenge. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he says, I want you to fly 5,000 miles in one direction, take a 90-degree turn, 5,000 miles in that direction, take a 90-degree turn, and then uh, tell me where you end up. If you don't end up back where you started, then the flat Earth is real. And, like, every every pilot that is also a skeptic on the planet took the mm-hmm. challenge and went like, yeah, you end up exactly where you come from. Because- right, because that's how <laughs> it works. <laughs> Fucking idiot, man. And, um... The reason that people believe it's a continent, obviously, is because of the globe, and they're taught that it's a continent, and they're taught that people are not allowed there because of scientific reasons. But if you just look at the Bible, the Bible says that the people... No, we're allowed there for scientific reasons. That's the thing. You're you're allowed there. You can go there as a tourist. You're not allowed to have a military there. That's what the the convention between all the countries is. You can go there, but... The reason that there are some, it's not, it's not prohibited, but the reason there's some uh, rules and regulations about going there is because it's fucking dangerous. Okay. I have it here because the, the um, Mark Sargent video I was going to do was about Robert's, Robert Bird's trip to Antarctica. So yeah, he's kind of brought up a lot of the same stuff, just not the hollow earth theory and the, the Mm -hmm. lands beyond theory that they were taught. They talk about sometimes. Because this guy wouldn't believe lands beyond. He would believe firmament be- began at the top of the ice wall. And sure. the glass dome on top of it. Right. I mean, anyway. the, what, what kills me is they, they completely, just completely forget about the fact that boats circumvent Antarctica all the time. Circumnavigate or circumnavigate? Yeah, cir- sorry, circumnavigate. Yeah. Okay. They okay, circumnavigate so Antarctica the, all the time. The, Antarctic Treaty was signed in 1961, bans all military activity in Antarctica. The only mm-hmm. military operations permitted are those that directly support scientific research programs and things like search and rescue operations. The main objective of the treaty is to ensure that Antarctica will always be used exclusively for peaceful purposes. Yeah. Military activities such as weapons testing, nuclear explosions, or disposal of nuclear waste is prohibited. Uh-huh. The biggest impediment to venturing inland is not that the military will prevent you, but that the extreme cold and hostile conditions will probably kill you unless you are very well prepared. Right. I.e., the guy that tried to backpack across the thing with in like his sled kind of thing where he was walking the whole fucking thing himself. He was going to cross Antarctica. And he got really fucking close. He almost crossed all the way through. Yeah. But eventually he succumbed to the the conditions that that fucking place right. is not hospitable to human life. No, no, and it's it's big. It's big, so it's it's hard it's hard to have enough uh, it's it's hard to take enough supply with supplies with you 
to actually make that journey. Yeah, because in, in he terms was doing of, it on in foot terms of, and on a yeah, sled. Yeah, in and, terms of uh, food and fuel, and it it's just really hard to do. <laughs> it says here that also the Antarctic Treaty says that um, a number of areas are also prohibited under that treaty, but they require permits to venture into them, not to mm-hmm. prevent exploration, but to preserve the ecosystems that are there. Yeah. Because believe it or not, things live there. So Yeah. All right, and it says here, many tourists visit Antarctica every year, and some have ventured cross-continent. Like I said, unless you are very well prepared, it is unwise to attempt this. Many people have died trying to cross the Antarctic continent. So, right. No fucking ice wall. There's... No. <sighs> people were scattered abroad upon the whole face of the whole Earth, the entire Earth. And there's a, there's a reason that there, Antarctica has no indigenous population, because because it's fucking cold. Yeah, because it's <laughs> inhospitable to to human life. <laughs> it's not a continent, and it's not part of the Earth. It's something separate. It is an ice wall that surrounds the entire Earth, and it was never meant for habitation. But now people are going there to protect it so that nobody can see what's actually happening. Jesus, man, come, on, come the fuck on. <laughs> it's get on a boat. And you can sail all the way around. All the way around Antarctica. But somehow to them, that would mean that you were circling the inside of the ice wall, is what they would think, kind of. Sure. I mean, of course, that's what they would say. Let's move that goalpost just a little (laughs) bit further. Just a little bit further. Well, you know, why is that? Because they can't. Well, they, they wouldn't. They'd come up with something to account for <laughs> the massive difference in mileage. Oh, uh, they'd be like, well, that's just relative. <laughs> or some shit like that. Yeah. Oh my god, you can't use that word. You're not allowed to use that word. No. It- and that's it for this moment, but I'll, I'll cover Antarctica <laughs> in another in another moment, moment, the whole ice wall and everything like that. Alright, God bless. Yeah, I really needed God bless on this low quality that you have going on here, followed by a fucking stab from a keyboard to start a song <laughs> off. And it's like, I don't. The, the fuck ice my ears, right, Tyler? Me. Fuck my ears, you know? The, I, <laughs> the, ice, the wall. ice wall idea just, just <laughs> kills me because it is the stupidest fucking idea. <laughs> and just. He's in charge of a bunch of people that are listening to him word for word, and they're eating up every fucking morsel of it. They're not questioning it. They're not thinking about it. They're just taking what he says as the gospel because he is the right. preacher. So, the sad moment in U.S. history. God damn it! We, flat Eartherism is fucking back. I can't believe this shit. I I can't <laughs> fucking fathom how this came. I mean, I understand how it did because people are. Getting more and more dumb as time goes on. So sure, yeah. Well, and people are the losing their ability. Them, They're so. losing their their ability to think critically about things. But it's just the easiest thing to disprove, and I it doesn't <laughs> make sense. It's not hard. It really is like the most benign and pedantic shit that you can right. prove. It's like, like, hey, how about that uh that GPS that we have going on there? It's like. Well, you know, there's only the, the satellites do this. Yeah, the satellites are like, fake. Uh, like, okay, so you, you have three of them that help triangulate your position. Okay, got it. But you do realize that there's a fourth one to determine elevation, right? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> like you, you realize you can you can see satellites. You <laughs> you know that, right? 
You know, you can watch the ISS fly overhead on some nights. Yeah. You, know, you, you can see that thing traversing the sky. Mm-hmm. It's time to stop. It's time to stop, okay? No more. Where the fuck are your parents? Who are your parents? I'm going to call Child Protective Services. It's time to stop. Okay, so this is the part where I would normally say the usual, you know, RA folks that does it for this week. And trust me, I'm going to get to that here in a second. But sincerely, I want to thank everybody who is still listening to the show in the at the end of 2018 here. It's going to be 2019 in about a week. And everyone that still listens to the show, thank you so very much for putting up with our bullshit as we've grown and expanded well beyond our means to be able to manage this stuff by ourselves. But somehow... We still are. Uh, I wanted to thank everybody, especially the patrons out there for supporting the show. It, it It's really fucking amazing that I can do this show without any kind of worry about whether it's going to be able to handle like new equipment purchases or if I'm going to have to worry about new hosting or licenses for software. It's, it really does fucking help. So with that, I want to wish everybody, whatever holiday you're celebrating this week, I want to wish you the happiest one that you could possibly have. Me, just uh, just rest easy knowing that X is going to be dealing with family shit for like the next 48 hours. And I've gotten to the point where I absolutely fucking hate holidays because I always have to deal with other people's drama. And uh, without going into detail, let's just say that between all the cooking I'm going to have to be doing in the next couple of days and the drama from the other family members, I'm honestly not looking forward to Christmas and uh, Christmas Eve. So I will be partying it up over at the Mormon household this weekend, and or not this weekend, tomorrow, today. I can't remember what day it is. It, it's currently that weird. It just barely turned midnight time. So anyway, I'm going to get to thanking everybody out there. Don't worry about your buddy X. He'll, he'll be fine. Most of the other days of the year are a fucking party for me. It's just when I have to deal with family. It just drives me insane. So, all right, folks. Well, that does it for this week. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the great content that we put out there. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. You can see that everything we do is very important. Um, wait. You guys are very important to us. Therefore, that's why we're still providing content, even though it's a holiday week and we're probably not going to have a lot of people picking the show up. Or maybe we'll have more because you'll need something to listen to if you're like me and stuck in a shitty family situation you want some podcasts to listen to. So, let's start it off. We have Amber Mulvaney, Eric Hall, George Bisson, Michael Stevens, Peter Hockley, Randall Gaz, Robert X is a new patron that found us via one of my live streams I was doing, Steve Dust Circle, Tim Smith, Anwin Davies, Bernice Panders, Captain Miller 132, Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Nathaniel Cabalona, Satan's Little Monkey, Stacy Startzel, Cilia Gray, Alan Firth, Angela Dick, who is somebody who I really enjoyed conversing with on Patreon the other day, uh, Arduin, Cecilia Antonio, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, Delroy the Goose, Desire Lynn Ward, George Green, Lord Caitiff, Michael McKay Blair, who is now supporting the show via Patria, or, uh, via PayPal. I'm going to look into a way to, uh, for those that don't, that want to support the show, to get the same content you get on Patreon without Patreon. So just please have some patience with us. We're working on that. Uh, Michael Smuda, Mike Bowman, Mike Yoakum, Mr. Bible Pants, Mr. Mahoney, Patrick Neary, Roosevelt Howden, Scott John Harrison, Some Random, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Angelica Pearson, Finno 3000, Stephen Andrus, James Barrett, and Joshua Abadie, who upped their patronage this month. Welcome to the club. 
uh, William Nash, Michael Thompson, and our big bosses of Patreon, Andrew Medina, Joseph, Jazza G, Robert Levine, and Roger Bush the Fourth. I really do appreciate it, guys. It really does make life a lot more fun. So before I wrap this up, I want to remind folks that we're okay if you don't have the ability to share your love for the show via Patreon. There are multiple methods you can use to show your support. You can find us on YouTube and subscribe there. Leave us a review on whatever service you catch us on, or, you know, just don't be shy. We're willing to talk about anybody. Or just shoot us an email or a text. Uh, the show would be absolute garbage without our listeners out there. But with that, it's time to bring episode number... Which one is this again? 220 fucking nine. Good God. Been at this for a long time, people. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. And Merry Christmas and all that shit. Ha! I said the Christmas word. Ha! The war on Christmas is over. Yay! And there's been absolutely no casualties. Stay tuned for comments from trolls. We'll talk to you later. message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. Alright folks, it is time for comments from trolls, and I might just have to share this with everybody in general, because I can't fucking believe that somebody would spend this much... Well, actually, I probably should believe it, because some of the comments we've got here where I'm like, Oh, yeah, I, I can see why somebody would want to spend so much of their fucking time in life writing a comment like this. And it's possible that this whole thing was copied and pasted, or it could be that this is a bot. I don't know. Could be. Happens. So this comes from a guy by the name of Mornay Terblanche, which sounds like a fake name or a Star Wars name. Channel mm -hmm. doesn't have any content. I don't know anything about this person. Uh, but it was about the Brian Fisher of... We were talking about dinosaurs with Brian Fisher. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. All I remember is that I took a picture of two T-Rexes fucking and I put it on as the thumbnail. <laughs> so, like, people are like, what am I looking at? I'm like, you know what you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> he starts it off, flaws not taught is what he's talking about. So apparently he's taking the the, the biblical uh, beliefs of creation. and Okay. Unfortunately, evolution is taught as an absolute fact. Well, that because it is, but but it's it's not because it's a theory. I mean, that's about the most. We don't say that this is the only <laughs> way. This this is a hundred percent exactly everything the way that we say it is going to be because that's not how fucking science works. We always leave that little bit of wiggle room just in case. Right, you know? right. There's there's always the 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 wiggle room, but it's but more than it's, it's not even it's not, not even yeah. so much wiggle room. It is. Uh, until otherwise demonstrated, this is how it is. Exactly. So, it is sad that public education doesn't reveal the weaknesses in this theory. Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. They refuse to show the roaring silence of evidence of transitional fossils, and that's his first subheading down here is transitional fossils. 
They declined uh-huh. to state how much that such random mutations cannot possibly increase an organism's capabilities. Uh... You're not taking <laughs> you're not taking alleles out of the DNA strand, though. That's the thing. We're not removing inf- and it's not information like they think it's information. Right. It's not removing an allele. It's it's just going for this dip switch. We're gonna go the other way. You know. That's all that really is. Yeah. It's, but but even then, it's not a binary system. It's not. No, it it's not, and it's not all. It's not all entirely uh, positive. There's lots of neutral change, but it is the accumulation. So if, so if their main if the main complaint there is that evolution doesn't allow for or account for. Uh, uh, Additional complexity, I guess, is the it, it easiest way to put it. An organism's capabilities is what he's saying here. It's increase like, its capabilities, but that's yeah, loaded language it, to it begin does. With first, I mean, but. that is huge, hugely loaded. But that is that is exactly what it does. Hmm. It's it sounds almost like this guy's trying to make like an X Men argument, like. You're not going to see mutants coming about that have lasers coming from their eyes kind of thing. It's like, yeah, because we don't have anything analogous in nature to show that lasers from eyes is a thing. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, this next one is uh, they fail to say how such complexities of life forms could have occurred by random chance or blind luck. Luck has yeah. absolutely fucking nothing to do with it. You know? No, it doesn't. But, but yeah, it kind of does. It, but it is completely blind. Blind chance is the best way of saying it. You know? blind, blind chance not random really chance is. Or... But yeah, it's not random. But uh, blind chance, sure. But... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It I doesn't... Know. It's hard. Um, they don't reveal the impossibility of life developing on its own. It has nothing to do with evolution. Yeah, I was about to say that's nothing to do with evolution. They ignore the fact that spontaneous generation has never been proven, except in your guys' Bible, apparently. Um, and in fact, is a concept ridiculed by biologists. No, it's not. Because it's, it's laughable of spontaneous... Oh, he's talking spontaneous generation as in abiogenesis kind of thing. Okay. I thought he was talking about how creation is is laughed at by biologists. I read that wrong. (laughs) Abiogenesis is not laughed at by biologists. (laughs) It's it's an entire field of study. Sure, yeah. They laugh at an entire field of study. The theory of evolution doesn't have any real idea on how life arose. Right. Because that's not... Yeah, that's not what it does. Uh, Evolutionists, and we already know whose side this guy is on when he says a word like that, readily admit that the theory of evolution doesn't address the question on, on how life arose, but how it evolved once it did arise. Right. That's kind of... You just shot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Because it's one thing and not the other. Uh, he says, if you were to teach anything else in the public schools without having concrete evidence, it would be confined to philosophy, where pure conjecture, speculation, and hypothetical assumptions would be discussed. Uh, no, that's that's not philosophy. 
that's no. that's theology. Yeah. <laughs> Pure conjecture and speculation. No, that's that, yeah, that's, that's not, not philosophy, philosophy at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, if we had Aaron Rabbi on here, like, hey, this guy thinks what philosophy means this, and he'd be like, the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> no, that's not even close to philosophy. How evolution is is thought to be factual without lines of evidence simply is it is simply astounding. The guy says, yeah, and so he has like eight or nine subsections here. Jesus. Lack lack of transitional fossils. Like this is a comment on they're, YouTube. Yeah, they're all transitional fossils. But for fuck's sake, just because you don't understand the evidence doesn't mean there is none. Uh, the next one is the origin of... I mean, there's like paragraphs of shit in between, between each crap. one of these. Uh, the origin of a species. Sadly, evolutionists do not include as part of the theory of evolution the answer to how life arose in the first place. Okay, so we're not going to yeah. worry about that one. If life did come via extraterrestrial source, then how did life arise? Exactly. You fall into infinite regress where you're trying to say, well, it came from space. Well, where did the space life form come from? It came from another space life form. It's like, okay, where'd that one come from? Yeah. We, no we, matter no <laughs> matter how much we keep going further and further back in the right. regress there, it's like, we're never going to land on God did it. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is... If you continue to look at look at evolution for an answer to this question, you're never going to find it. Because we're going from the point of where we have the oldest record of this thing and beyond in phylogeny. You know, it's right. not... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what evolution covers. But even, even abiogenesis, there, there are... There are some fantastic studies and some fantastic experiments that have been done that have really, really compelling hypotheses and evidences for how this could have happened. They will probably never, even if they manage to, even if they manage to spontaneously create life in a laboratory setting, they will never be able to say, this is absolutely how it happened. Hmm. They will be able to say, this is how it could have happened. This is how we replicated it. They can't say, this is how it definitely happened in this one case right here. Unless they put it into some sort of computer simulation and make it run through trillions of years of shit, you know. Sure, but even then it would be, hey, then... here's what a simulation says. But more than likely, <laughs> that simulation would kick out. It's like, well... Here are the dozen different possibilities. Well, here's here's what I was trying to do. I was trying to make a Spaceballs joke. Oh. So you get to a part where you're like, where are we in the movie now? Oh. We're in the now part of the movie now. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> you know, that, that, that reference is lost on so many fucking people because they don't, they've never watched Spaceballs because <laughs> A, it's a fucking old movie now. I have to realize that. The, oh, shit. A movie yeah, from my is. youth. A movie from my youth is now a old fucker movie. You know? Yeah. Holy shit. I remember going to see that at the drive-in. Oh, my God. I'm surrounded by assholes. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mel Brooks is a genius. Oh, man. Uh, the complexity of life is another one. He's talking about the DNA, RNA happening by chance. And it, it's the it's the equivalent of throwing a stick of dynamite into a printing factory and have it come out with the U.S. Constitution. No, no it's not. 
how you can't have information without intelligence and yeah sure you this, can this puddle fits me just fine says the water you know Damn it. <sighs> the, the problem is what the fucking drives me crazy because early life the the <laughs> earliest forms of life the life the oldest forms of life that we have found or have evidence for or know about were incredibly simple. You could not yep. look at that and go, wow, that's incredibly complex. Well, it's, it's like I learned I learned last week by looking into this shit that uh Yeah. That uh, bacteria like oh I can't say bacteria, but viruses in particular are not eukaryotes. I did not no. know that until yeah, last week. I was like, oh that's fucking fascinating. So. Yeah, they're they're bizarre as shit. The thing is, you you start with something incredibly simple, and through the process of evolution, you arrive at something complex, for lack of a better mm -hmm. word, because it's it's change upon change upon change upon change, and it's never replacing information; it's adding to it. It we would say that it almost like it would benefit most species to have some level of, uh, an x amount of complexity to them yeah up to but, a point because there we have shown that mm -hmm. you know you have like i want to say big big amphibious reptiles you can't say amphibious reptiles they're either reptiles right. or amphibians but like alligators have mm -hmm. been around for a long long fucking time on this planet yeah and same, they're same doing... thing with like horseshoe crabs are essentially like forebears of trilobites and shit like that and it's just right yeah there's there is there is complex life that uh their their genetic structure is less dense and i hate you i hate using their own terms but it contains less information than we do but more information isn't necessarily good because we have examples of humans that corn, contain corner tomatoes, corner tomatoes that has like wildly more genes than we have. You know? Yeah, I don't. It's one of them. But even <laughs> if you take a human and you and they are born with extra genetic information, that's Down syndrome or Superman, they, Superwoman syndrome. You know? Yeah. They have they have extra chromosomes, which means they have much more genetic information in them than you do. Wait, I thought Stephen King told us that people with Down syndrome are actually aliens that are here to fight other bad aliens. Wait, well, nobody, the, saw, no, no, nobody, yeah, no, nobody saw no, Dreamcatcher. No, no, nobody the, fucking saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's just because you have more information. It, all right, this uh, and he brings mm. up the cosmological argument, which is the uh, every whatever begins to exist has a cause, and that's our premise one for that argument. I've always had problems. With that. It's yeah, like, because it's because it's loaded. Yeah, whatever begins to exist has a cause. Not 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 necessarily. Let's do a whole nother video. Well, on sure, just sure, sure. Yeah, that. okay, sure, fine. It has a cause. Fine. Something had to happen, but that but still doesn't. My premise number two is the universe began to exist. Well, yeah, what if the universe if has we... always been, you know. Sure, but even if we, as as far as we can tell, yeah, sure, 
as we know it in its current state, yeah, we can only we can only look back so far. And point three is therefore the universe had a cause. But something, this is this something is William, caused it to exist. I mean, this but is even, William Lane Craig, like his favorite argument that he likes to give. Sure, out there, so. it it does, but it's it's still even a problematic argument because even if it did have a cause, there is absolutely nothing within that argument itself that says that that cause could not be completely and entirely naturalistic. Yeah, exactly. No, instead we have to go. Well, it has to be a god. That's their that's their fallacious way of thinking on this whole thing. Yeah, no, not necessarily. And there's more. God, there's a fucking lot more. But we're already at like 15 minutes on this thing, and I am not gonna fucking go into it anymore because. <laughs> well, there's a troll. I mean, maybe he got his way because the troll set out to troll us, and here we are arguing their points. <laughs> well, they're they're really shitty points. Let's just Fucking put it there. Though. Yeah, let's put it that way. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you with another one next week. Hopefully more of the uh, somebody calling Kyle a cunt or, you know. Yeah, that would be know. good. Go ahead. <laughs> no, we did get a, a bunch of people like write into us saying that, hey, how about I include semicolons at every sentence structure now that I send to you guys? And I'm like, no, fucking don't do that. because. Well, if you use them correctly, sure. Well, no, they're just like injecting them in them. He's like, I'm going to start <laughs> I'm going to start using semicolons instead of ellipses. <laughs> well, <laughs> because we went hard on the guy's grammar last week. And <laughs> <laughs> that's because he used ellipses wrong. So if anybody wants to find that, that we, uh, this comment mm -hmm. is on the Brian Fisher, uh, I don't remember which one exactly. Yeah. Was, if I you want to, yeah. If you want to go deconstruct argument by argument, have at it by all means, but, but realize he's not paying attention to that. No, That's he's not going to pay. He's not going to pay attention, but you know what? He did it's, a drive by. He got his attention. That's all he needed. Yeah. So. But you know what? It's good exercise. Yep. Have the rigor at least like, yeah. Stretch Look at out. It. You know? <laughs> it, it feels good every once in a while to stretch out the legs and be like, all right, I haven't fought this one in a long time. Let's yeah. bring this up, you know. <laughs> Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off from just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in store and save even more with five bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Tryonathon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy, valid 812 to 821, excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase.